In the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, the prosecutor claims shockingly that the teenager lost the right to self-defense simply by carrying a gun and using it for self-defense. Meanwhile, in Poland, the border situation is becoming a crisis. They're bracing for attacks by migrants that have been weaponized by Belarus and are besieging the border. Fifty of them have already broken through the border by force, and they are urging allies to help them. In an open attack on the borders and sovereignty of one country by another, we cannot rule out the chance of war. And that brings in Russia and NATO. Now, new reports show military families were included in the list of 14,000 Americans left behind in Afghanistan. And Arizona State Representative Joseph Chaplick held a presser today showing that parents were targeted in a hit list by Democrats who were weaponizing education to target Republicans and pretty much everyone else that disagrees with them. Also, House Republicans obtained a whistleblower's documents showing FBI used counterterrorism units to add threat tags to parents, contradicting Garland's sworn testimony. The CDC admits that there is no record of a naturally immune person transmitting COVID. And Dr. Fauci is admitting that the vaccines did not work and that the vaccinated are in danger of hospitalization and death. And in Texas, Health and Human Services are denying monoclonal antibody treatments if you're white. In Wisconsin, election officials admitted to telling their subordinates to break the law before the 2020 presidential election, and this was caught on video. And a CBS whistleblower exposing the not-so-shocking end of objectivism in fake news re-education courses. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Everyone knows vitamin C is essential. Researchers found store-bought potatoes lost over half their vitamin C value since 1951. That means you have to eat twice as many potatoes to block damage-causing free radicals and grow and repair tissues in all parts of your body. And what's that going to do for your waste? Another option? Introducing the new liposomal vitamin C from redpillliving.com. It tastes like pure liquid sunshine. Take it by spoon or mix it in a smoothie or yogurt. Then, our breakthrough liposomal technology delivers the powerful serving right where you need it most. Go to redpillliving.com forward slash C and give it a try. It's FDA certified, heavy metal free, Prop 65 compliant, gluten free, and non-GMO. It's redpillliving.com forward slash C. Your waistline will thank you. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So the idiot far-left prosecutor, Binger, which that has made itself into the Urban Dictionary, apparently. You can go look up what a Binger is. Went so far as to claim that by merely wielding a gun, you lose the right to self-defense. And in what better circumstance can we see that being used than 
a lone child surrounded by pedophiles assaulting him in the street. It was absolutely right to shoot, and it was absolutely right in that case to kill. The alternatives were, if not murder, certainly beating and rape. And as much as we give rape a bad rap in terms of you know, young girls and women being subjected to rape, it's actually men who suffer the vast majority of violent rape in prisons. So, you know, just putting it out there, in case anybody laughs about the idea of an almost grown man being worried about being raped. Absolutely, it can happen, especially when three pedophiles with a gun decide to jump you in the street. In Poland, they know how to defend their border, yet it's still being attacked. And Belarus is weaponizing migrants because it's bad optics to defend your border if they're just poor migrants. But they're being weaponized and pushed even against barbed wire fences and even in some cases, literally, by Belarusian soldiers. And they've done things like using mechanical equipment, you know, heavy equipment to pull down, tear down the fence, the wire, and the wooden posts that are protecting the border while blinding the soldiers in Poland with strobe lights and laser pointers and that sort of thing, even going so far as to arm some of these refugees, or so-called refugees, with laser pointers and tear gas canisters and things of that nature. Now, at one point, 50-plus of these violent migrants broke through by force. They were rounded back up. But at this point, Belarus is going to make that hole happen one way or another, and Poland is going to have to defend her borders. This could easily turn from an arrest into an open shooting situation. I do have to say, Poland figured out a pretty brilliant response, and that was to use water cannons. When it's zero degrees out there, that's a pretty damn effective tactic. NBC News surprisingly reported that military families were among those abandoned in Afghanistan and left behind by our treasonous usurper president, Joe Biden. This is an impeachable treasonous offense, one of many. In Arizona, Joseph Chaplick, an Arizona state rep and also the representative of the district in question, held a press conference with the parents of those targeted in the so-called hit list and says that Democrats are weaponizing our education system to target Republicans. This is no shock to people in my audience, but simply the fact that it's coming from fairly mainstream Republican types is now a sign of the times, a sign of the cultural victory that we are winning, and a sign that, as Breitbart said, all politics is downstream from culture. We're winning the information war slowly, and we're definitely winning the culture war. Nobody trusts the mainstream. No one trusts the institutions, the FBI, the fake news, the Democrat Party, or the federal government. And even the Republican Party has a lot of problems. A lot. Like Liz Cheney-sized problems. And right after our federal government and the DOJ and the education system decided to get together and create this infamous letter to frame parents as domestic terrorists, we now have evidence that Attorney General Garland was lying in his sworn testimony. He did indeed weaponize the FBI 
and they even used their counter-terrorism unit to add threat tags to parents that were there protesting or speaking out against the indoctrination, the grooming, and the segregation of children, turning them against each other based on their race or some other Marxist oppressor-oppressed narrative. If you're one of those parents or think that you might be, I suggest that you put a FOIA in and find out what tags have been added to your file. But the Democrats have picked the wrong fight. Going after children never works out for them. If there's one thing Republicans will stand up for, other than their guns, it's their children. And I don't think this army of mama bears are going to back down to Garland and the FBI. The CDC is admitting that no record of naturally immune people spreading COVID even exists. And Dr. Fauci is even admitting that the vaccines are not protecting people and they're not even really keeping you from dying. In fact, according to Dr. Fauci, and I quote, they are seeing a waning of immunity not only against infection, but against hospitalization and to some extent death, which is starting to now involve all age groups. It isn't just the elderly. And he also said, quote, it's waning to the point that you're seeing more and more people getting breakthrough infections and more and more of those people who are getting breakthrough infections are winding up in the hospital. End quote. Now I want to remind people that this is only happening among the vaccinated because the unvaccinated people are not having this outbreak. In fact, the unvaccinated young people are still virtually immune, like always, to COVID. But suddenly the young people are getting COVID, and that's only happening among the vaccinated group. That's a very important distinction. Suddenly, everybody in the vaccinated group is getting some variant of COVID. Delta, Gamma, Mu, Communism, whatever variant you want to call it. That's what's happening. In fact, there were no variants until there was a vaccine. Funny how that happens. And it's all there for anyone to see in plain sight. The evidence, the logic, none of it works out in their favor. In Texas, communists are now denying white people medical care. That's right, monoclonal antibody treatments for everybody but whitey. In Wisconsin, the election commission even admitted to telling subordinates to break election law, and it was caught on video. I don't want to destroy the news. I don't want to... I don't want anybody to get fired. I want people to change and realize that they are supposed to be objective. I challenge you to stop thinking in terms of objective journalism, because, and we'll t discuss why that's not really feasible anymore. I don't really care if people trust us or not. You still got to do your job. So, I mean, that's the least of my concerns, whether they trust me or not. Objectivity and trust are two of the cornerstones of journalism. But inside one of the nation's largest media companies, writers, producers, editors, reporters, and anchors are literally being trained to not be objective. And in the words of that news anchor from Houston, they do not care if they lose your trust. Wouldn't they want to be trusted? To me, that seems like that's part of the job, that you need trust to be able to do your job. Your, tr your job is to inform. And if you can't trust who you're getting that news from, you're not doing your job. And that's just what one whistleblower is telling us from inside a CBS television affiliate in San Antonio, Texas. I'm coming from seeing this every day. I mean, I would tell people, my friends, family, about, hey, you can't trust the news. This is, this is you're being manipulated. 
Well, how do you know? I work in the news. <laughs> Brett Mauser is a promotions producer at KNS5, which is owned by Tegna. Tegna is a media company that owns 64 television stations and two radio stations in 51 markets and boasts a reach of 39% of all TV households nationwide. Ironically, on its website, Tegna says it produces trusted, impactful, and innovative content that helps bring positive change to their communities. However, change is happening inside Tegna, and it's not all positive. Let's talk about Grady Tripp, also at Canis 5, diversity inclusivity training officer at Tegna. Tegna owns the station. But it's kind of sorry, not sorry for the statement that I'm making there. At this point, if you're not listening to a podcast or looking at a video or reading any of the information that's out as far as equality and social justice and race, you don't care. And I don't, I don't, I don't know how else to say it because it's, it's there. We're going to be holding stations accountable because we know it's important to the organization. KPIs are going to change, right? KPIs are going to reflect diversity and inclusion from a representation standpoint at various levels, from an inclusion standpoint. What does this have to do with telling the news? It doesn't. It's about the narrative. It's about pushing an agenda. And that was the vice president of the parent company, Tagna talking to you there, a, a diversity and inclusion officer. And it, it feels almost threatening, doesn't it? So what is that agenda? Well, it apparently involves telling journalists that being factual and objective is racist. Influence is synonymous with power, you know, how, how much influence you can have. So power is the ability to influence outcomes and affect others. So we know that. And first, let's define power a, a little bit more closely. Um, because we want you to think, how can you use your power to create the newsroom you deserve? So this is Pointer Institute, has brought in Donna Lowry, training the newsroom about oppressor versus oppressed power dynamics in the news. Yes, and this is, this is what really caught my attention. This was a three-day training. The first half hour of the first day, I was like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't... Maybe they, maybe I'm blowing this out of proportion. Maybe right. this isn't that big. But halfway through, after they started telling us, okay, we need you to take age, race, uh, uh, sexual orientation, and put them in order of importance to you, how you see the power dynamic. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I thought it's, it's dividing oppressor into oppressed. Much of what we're going to talk about today is going to center around the main code of ethics of journalism. And a couple of things. During this workshop and throughout your day, I challenge you to stop thinking in terms of objective journalism, because, and we'll t discuss why that's not really feasible anymore, but in terms of accuracy, fairness, and transparency. O always striving for objectivity is not feasible. That was the one that blew my mind, <laughs> that you're now teaching journalists at a, at a national level, don't be objective. And to me, that was what journalism always was, to, to be objective. And in my mind, if it's not, if journalism is not objective, it's not journalism, it's propaganda. What exactly are they teaching you to do if not to do objective journalism? There's a truth. A, a narrative that everyone basically comes out of college nowadays with. And the other, the other side is, 
is to be dismissed, is to be ignored and, and looked at as a hoax. And it is this agenda that is being forced down every station's throat now. This mindset has been able to grow and infect what was supposed to be the fourth pillar of, the, of society. These, the, the journalists are supposed to be our, our watchdogs. They're the ones that are supposed to be protecting us from the tyranny and supposed to be going out there and finding out and, and, and giving us the truth. People can say, well, you're overreacting. This is too far. Well, as a history buff, I don't know what to tell them. I don't know what to tell you because it's happened before. It happened in Germany. It happened in Russia. And we're seeing it happen now, dividing people in. Why do you think they were putting people in a checkbox, you know, in, in, in order the importance of race to you? What is, how, you know, is race more important than age? Why do we need to put people in boxes like that? And the reason is they want to divide us. Are you afraid doing this? Are you, are you, what, do you, what do you hope comes out of this? I'll be honest. I, I hope that Ken's five will change. I hope that at the very least that Jack and the news team will say, you know what? We do have a problem. We do have an issue here and it needs to be addressed. I don't want to destroy the news. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to get fired. I want people to change and realize that they are supposed to be objective that they are being told by another company, by their parent company, to not be objective, to be divisive, and I want them to just admit they have a problem. Sounds to me like you want them to be reformed, yeah. which is precisely what our mission is at Veritas. So in a Connecticut nursing home with 89 people, 87 of which who were fully vaccinated, Eight of the fully vaccinated people recently died from COVID or supposedly so-called COVID breakthrough, whatever. It's really the vaccine killing them. We know that. Now, it could just be killing them through weakening their immune system and then a normal flu wipes them out. Or it could be that the vaccine directly killed them. I don't know. I'm not looking that in-depth into this, but... I did find something that was really interesting beside just the simple example that we see time and time again at the institutional level, at the city level, at the locality level, at the country level. The most vaccinated places like Vermont, for example, are also the people and places that are having the most sickness and outbreaks and disease, so-called variants. But we know it's the vaccine causing the so-called variant. You could call it vaccine sickness. You could call it antibody-dependent enhancement, uh, like Luc Montagnier calls it. You could call it whatever you want, but it's the vaccines killing people. And in Connecticut, in this nursing home called the Gear Village Senior Community, I found an interesting little fact, and I, it just stood out to me, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. This happened in a city called Canaan, now, I recently have come to start looking into the Bible, and, and I'm honestly a new convert to Christianity. I'm not an expert at all. But it did strike me that in today, 2021, we are again sacrificing people in places named Canaan, which happened once long ago in the Bible. I just thought that was 
a strange sort of history repeating, nothing new under the sun situation. It gave me chills when I thought about it. If you find this kind of stuff interesting, check out nemosnewsnetwork.com slash history, because that is a great place to dive deep into how the Bible tells the story of the deep state today, what they're about, where they came from, and what is coming next. It's all there in the Bible. Well, almost all of it. There is a little bit they took out. So check that out, nemosnewsnetwork.com slash history. It's not really an advertisement. It's just an interesting bit of information. We don't get paid or anything for it. But if you do want to support us, and remember we are 100% listener-funded, then check out nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. Support our Patriot sponsors. Shop with at redpillliving.com. You can still buy Carbon Shield 60 while it's still legal. You can harden your immune system with our liposomal vitamins, especially vitamin C, which is roughly 30 times more powerful than your regular vitamin C. Incredible lotions that have amazing research behind them that is linked to wrinkle repair, acne reduction, hair regrowth in balding men. I mean, it's insane what's linked to it in research. I can't make any claims, but you can check it out for yourself. It's called Time Stop. That's at redpillliving.com. We have some incredible stuff in there, even the gourmet coffee from thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. Check that out as well. And I'm going to see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.